Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast. Today I have Julia Hickman with us. She is a lifestyle and fitness coach. And Julia is going to tell us, talk to us about all different kinds of things. Um, mainly, you know, of course we want to know how, how you got started in fitness, but you're also planning on talking to us about kind of fitting exercise in and how you make goals achievable and exciting and what the fitness and diet industry doesn't want you to know. So before we get into all of that stuff, I would love for you to share just a little bit about how you kind of got started in this. Like, how did this become a part of your life? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on, Wendy. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Uh, So my story starts really... um, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was very um, interested in in exercise. I remember watching my one aunt like go out and go, you know, she would go, she wasn't really a runner, but she was, she would, she would jog. And sometimes mm-hmm. I would go with her, we would go to the park. And I just, you know, I really, I loved running. Um, I, I was a runner in high school for a little bit. And when I went to college, I wanted to study business so that I could open my own gym. Um, I was also a volunteer um, aerobics instructor when I was in in college. So I just, I always had that like interest in in wellness and like moving your body, making your body um, strong and like being an athlete. Um, And then I kind of dropped off from running a little bit. started, you know, going to the gym um, and exercise just, you know, was a part of my life. Um, but I didn't, you know, I graduated from from college. I did not open up my own gym, um, went to, to work in corporate America for, for many years. Um, and then fast forward a few years later, I meet my husband and he is an avid runner at this point. So he convinced me to train for, for a half marathon. So I took him on the challenge. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll start running again. I'll start running longer distances. Cause at that point I had never run more than like five miles. And like the thought of running 13.1 miles, I was like, wow, that's, that's a lot of miles. How am I ever going to run that long? So we started training together. Then uh, I got into CrossFit and um, it was funny because actually I remember I was going to be the one who signed up for CrossFit and um, my husband was still my boyfriend at the time. He was like, OK, I'll just, you know, I'll come. I'll come with you and I'll just watch, you know, and then <laughs> okay, I'm going to sign up, too. You know, So we both ended up signing up together. And it was great because then we had each other to like to motivate each other to, um, you know, we, we like to kind of compete with each other a little bit, too. And I eventually became a certified trainer there. Um, I was still, like I said, working full time. Then, you know, we got married. So I was still, I was just working um, at the CrossFit gym once a week. It was just Saturday mornings. It was just like a hobby. I I was like, you know what? I love doing this. So let me help others and, you know, get a discount, you know, at the gym as well. That's really how it started. And then um, when I uh, found out that I was pregnant with our first, we were kind of going back and forth like, okay, like, 
I wanted to stay home with my son for a little bit, um, but we weren't quite so sure. Like we were like, okay, do we really want to take that financial, you know, risk? Um, and then my decision was made for me because my my boss would not let me. I kind of had worked out this deal with my boss to let me work from home a few days a week. Um, mm-hmm. My commute was pretty. It was like an hour and a half long. So by the time I got home after work, I was just like not going to see my baby. So then they were like, oh, you know what? We can't do that, blah, 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 because we have these new responsibilities for you. And I'm like, no, I didn't want more responsibilities. I didn't want more money. I just wanted like that flexibility. So I quit my job and I started taking on some more, a couple more classes at CrossFit. I took on, you know, some clients and, um, and then from there, I started having people train with me at my home. And that's really how it just all started. It was just, you know, in person as like a little side gig while I was a stay at home mom. And what I learned was from working with um, a lot of other moms that were, you know, in similar situations, similar situations as me with, you know, little ones um, or, you know, they had busy careers where they, you know, were traveling a lot or husband was traveling a lot. It was, you know, it, it was just really hard to to squeeze in exercise. And even for me, as somebody who like really valued fitness and, you know, being as healthy as I could be, I started to notice that too. Like even for me, like it was like, okay, I didn't get much sleep last night. So now I don't feel like working out or, you know, my husband needs to go away for a few days. Um, there's other things I need to focus on rather than, than working out. Yeah. So, that's what led me to create my online um, program because I wanted to make something that was ex- like accessible. So something that, you know, busy women could do on their own time where they didn't have to worry about coming to a session with me at a specific time. Um, yeah. And then also like help with nutrition because that's also tricky, especially when, you know, we really don't have a lot of time with all the other things that we're doing. So by, creating like um, providing simple meal plans that they could plan ahead so that it could save them time and sanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, you know, it was a life changing thing for a lot of the women that I worked with. Um, And yeah, so now it's been two years now since I've I've had my, um, my online studio. And um, yeah, it's been great. So I've gone from training, you know, working with just local women to now, you know, I've worked with women um, around the country so it's it's pretty amazing. It's great. Yeah, that's great. You know, and really I I can totally relate to what you're talking about because as a you know, as a woman and a mother, um, and working in fitness, like sometimes people think that fitness people just have it all figured out, you know, <laughs> like and we're sneaking it in just like everybody else's, you know, we're 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 trying to figure it out too. And I think that's a great gift that you can really teach people not only how to figure out how to, you know, fit in time to exercise, but also, you know, making their nutrition a priority because when it, whether it comes to whether you're trying to, you know, gain or lose or maintain your weight or whatever, like nutrition is the key to that, you know? So I think it's really great. Do you teach them how to meal prep too? Or like, how do you, how does that look? I do. So I kind of teach them the basics of meal prepping, um, but really more meal planning and oh, just okay. the habit of planning ahead, whether it's workouts um, or, you know, meals, 
um, anything that they want to accomplish, it needs to be planned ahead. So it needs to be like you need to consider it as like part of your your to do. Like you know, if you're if you're a business owner, if you're a working mom, uh, it needs to be sort of like part of your part of your your work, part of your job, um, because otherwise it just doesn't get done, and then. What happens is we're like, okay, we'll just order takeout or, you know, let me just see what's in the pantry that I could quickly microwave. And then before you know it, it's been days and days since you've had like a nice, like nutritious, um, nutrient dense meal. So planning ahead really, really is the key. Like I know it sounds, it can sound so simple and it, it also sounds like so obvious, but it's mm -hmm. like harder it's harder to do <laughs> than we realize, um, especially when we already are going through like really busy or stressful periods of, um, um, of periods in our lives. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you can kind of like make those decisions ahead of time when you're not like hungry, you know, like trying to figure out, like for me, it's, that's always been the struggle. It's like, I will make you whatever you want. Just tell me what you want to make or what you want to eat. I'll make you anything you want. I just don't want to decide. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you make that decision ahead of time, it's kind of already done for you, right? And I know that decision-making can be one of those things that like, as the day goes on, it gets harder and harder to make decisions. I Like I learned about that somewhere. I don't even know where I learned about that from, but I did learn about that somewhere. And that's why like, some of those people um, like Steve Jobs and um, yes. okay, Zuckerberg or whatever his name yes. is. He's saying every day, he didn't want to make a decision, right? So, um, just like eliminating a decision makes it easier as you go throughout the day. But um, yeah, like taking that away, that, that sounds great. So do you advise that people kind of do their planning before they do their shopping? Yeah, definitely. Because then you know, um, yeah, then you kind of take from there. So you can start with what you want to make mm -hmm. and then you see what you need what ingredients you need, and then you make your list. Um, in my program, I already provide all that. So like I have the recipes and then the shopping list already. So, yeah. awesome. so it, it takes that like added work <laughs> that the yeah. industry is like trying to figure out, okay, so how, you know, how much of this and how much of that do I need to buy? So again, yeah, it's just about like, um, you know, being as strategic as you can be. And um, also, like it helps when you when you think when you think ahead, you can actually use up whatever you buy because then you know exactly like how much you have, um, and you don't end up wasting food because that's that also stings, you know. Like, you know, it's already you know expensive to you know to buy food and then to waste it. It's you know it's kind of a bummer. So. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So those are some great tips on how to kind of, you know, take care of your nutrition. Now, what about sneaking in exercise? What are the best ways that you would say, like, what are the most common things that you tell your clients about fitting exercise into into their daily life? Yes, yeah, yeah. So one of the main things that uh, that I help women like kind of shatter like that one of the beliefs that help them shatter is the belief this this myth that they need to be exercising for like 25 minutes or an hour otherwise it doesn't count and you know what it's not about length of time it's about quality of the workout so you could get a great workout in 10 minutes 
if you are moving properly, um, if you are, you know, challenging yourself properly, 10 minutes could be like, it could give you great results as long as you're consistent, obviously, but you don't need to be like, you know, on the treadmill for an hour or on, you know, the bike for an hour. It could simply be, you know, some quality movements that get your heart rate up, you know, along with some weights, you could get a great workout in 10 minutes. So you don't need a lot of time. Um, so usually what I tell people is, you know, try to get it in in the morning if you can, because for a couple of reasons, but one, usually we're more, um, more, more likely to get it done if we just kind of get it out of the way first mm -hmm. thing in the morning, you know, like if you roll out of bed and you have your, you know, you can even sleep in your clothes. Like I've told people like, just sleep in your workout clothes. Like that's going to be one less um, way of making an excuse not to do it. Just like sleep in your clothes. And then you're already like pretty much, you know, 90% there. You just need to pick up your equipment and get moving. Um, so try to get it done first thing in the morning. Um, and then if not, then you still like, so if you plan to work out at like 7am today, right, but you didn't get to it for some reason, maybe like kids, you know, needed you or whatever, then you still have a chance of maybe sneaking it in, like maybe during lunchtime, maybe like, you know, while you're watching Netflix, you know, so again, if you have just like a 10 minute um, commitment to yourself, it's way easier than being like, oh, well, now I missed my 45 minute workout. What, where, like, where am I going to fit my, like, where am I going to find another 45 minutes in my already busy day? Right. So keep it simple, keep it like quick, but efficient. And it's just way easier to sneak into, into your day. Oh yeah. And I think that probably takes a lot of guilt away too. When you have to tell the children, like, just give me a few minutes because really it's only going to be a few minutes, right? Like I'll, I'll be with you in just a few minutes. It's just mama's time right now or daddy's time right now. Like just give me just a couple minutes. You work primarily with women though. Is that right? I do. But, yeah. I've worked with men too, but yeah, for the most part right now it's women. Yeah. I, you know, I remember when my kids were little and I would want to be exercising at home. Like they didn't want anything to do with me when they were like, I don't know, like six and eight, like they're old enough to go play in their rooms by themselves. And they never want anything to do with me until I was exercising. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, like that's awesome because that kind of takes that away a little bit. Like, and like, and I'd always feel bad that they would want to talk to me because you know, they never, they never want to talk to me. They're always busy like with their Barbies or whatever. And, um, then I'd have to tell them no. But I think that if you can just say, hey, I just need just a couple minutes and I'll be right with you. Like that, I think that takes away a lot of the guilt um, because I do think that women um, do have a lot of guilt, even though they shouldn't about taking care of themselves because as a mother, you're always trying to you know, provide for your children and make sure that they have everything that they need. And sometimes like, even though we should be taking care of ourselves and we should be a, a priority because you can't fill from an empty cup, I do think that women do have a tendency to, it, it's hard, like it's kind of hard to, you know, prioritize those things. So I think that actually makes it a lot easier. So I love it that you teach people how to do that. Yeah. Um, now, what about, like, do you give them the workouts? Like, is that part of your program too? Do you, do you give them the things to do or do you just give them general guidelines? Yes. Yeah, so I give them workouts. I give them like follow along on demand workouts. So um, they're pre-recorded so they can do them on their own time. So my, my process is every Monday morning, 
I give them the workouts for the week. So that okay. way they can kind of choose which one they want to start with. Mm -hmm. um, but I do have like, I do have like my, um, my strategy where I usually, I want them to start with uh, a workout that they're going to progress on throughout the month. So like once a week, they're going to do the same workout, but they're going to either do more reps or increase um, their weight. And then there's a core focused workout for another day. And then I have like these two mini, um, I call them express workouts because they're, they're the ones that are like 10 minutes, sometimes even less. So I say, okay, if you really feel like you have no time, you just do 10 minutes. If you have more time, then you can repeat the sequence again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it just, it works out really well for everybody. And then once a week, I also have a, a yoga instructor who works for me. So she does a live session um, in, in the Facebook group. So that way they get a little mind-body connection. They can kind of like relax, de-stress, and also, you know, just kind of let like their their muscles and ligaments and everything just like recover and feel good. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what are these secrets that the health and fitness industry does not want us to know? Yes. So this time of year, um, in the beginning of the year, there's so much, you know, so much everywhere about like lose weight, do this, do that. And I don't know if your listeners know this, but the diet industry is like worth, I forget how much exactly, but it's like $70 billion or something. So they profit from having us primarily women go on diet after diet after diet. So I just want everybody listening to realize that just because something is claimed to be, you know, the best thing, um, the quickest way to lose weight or this or that, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best thing for you. So the diet industry, like they, they benefit, benefit from you buying this product and then losing weight, but then gaining it all back and then buying it again. And so you're on this like loop. Um, and that's why like my, my philosophy really is like no restrictions. So as, as little restrictions as possible, I know sometimes it is, you know, we have to make some sacrifices, but, um, but there's really no need to like completely give out, uh, give up bread or chocolate or wine. You can have those things. Um, as long as you learn to focus on, like I said before, like nutritious food, portion control, it's, that's the key. Cause a lot of times people think like, oh, I just need to like cut out carbs, no more carbs. And I'm like, how long are you going to sustain that for? <laughs> um, but it's so much better to just watch your portions and, um, and, you know, be consistent with your workouts, you are going to see results. It might be a little bit slower than like Susie down the street, who is, you know, cutting out all the carbs, but you're probably in the long run going to make out better than her. Um, because you are actually doing something that's more sustainable. Yeah, I love that because I, I especially the portion control part, because like my dad, for example, he comes from a generation of you need to clean your plate. Mm -hmm. And he's been overweight. And it was, he didn't even realize it, you know, like, and that is, I think, a big problem with um, part of, you know, the epidemic that of, of, of obesity. 
And um, I remember telling him, dad, you don't like we would go out to lunch every single week with my kids and it was really nice. Um, but he would be like, oh, my God, I just can't eat anymore. And I said, dad, just get a box and eat it later. He's like, well, I don't want to waste it. I'm like, you're not going to waste it. You're going to eat it later. <laughs> and he was like, oh, it was like that had never occurred to him before. Um, but I do think that portion control and really kind of like it's like you said, like these diets, they're not, they're not sustainable. And what happens is like you go on this diet and then you don't necessarily learn how to eat right. You just learn how to follow the diet and then yeah. you go back to the same way that you ate before. I mean, I've watched plenty of people, they, you know, they call it yo-yo dieting. Yeah. And, you know, they, oh, well, I act, Atkins didn't work. So I'm going to try the Mediterranean diet and that didn't work. So I'm going to try the South Beach diet. I'm going to go paleo and I'm going to do the DASH diet. Well, really, when you when you look at when you really look at these diets, a lot of them are really similar. Yeah, a lot of them are, are really pretty similar um, and don't like have like huge drastic differences. But um, like like the South Beach, Beach diet is really similar to the Mediterranean diet and the Mediterranean diet is probably the closest to like a lifestyle change. I think that you can get from from a diet, yeah. Um, just because it's more of a way of eating and not necessarily cutting this or that. It's more about you know whatever. Anyways, um, so yeah, I would completely agree that you do have to be careful. And you know, a lot of times, like this time of the year, people are all like, "Oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do a really hard workout." And sometimes, what I find people do is they try workouts that are too hard for them and then they burn out. Yes. They think that it, there's something wrong with them. And really they were just, you know, trying to do something that they're not ready for yet. You know, I think that it's kind of like, uh, you kind of need portion control for exercise too. Like you need to oh, be, you know, <laughs> at your fitness level, because if you are, you know, working out below your fitness level, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Like if you're not working out hard enough, you're not going to get any results. You're just going to be maintaining what you already have. And if you're working out too hard, I mean, you could injure yourself or just, I mean, hate it. You know, yeah. like I've always, I've always told my clients, like, you should not hate it. Like if you hate it, we need to do something differently or we need to do something different because there's all different kinds of ways that you can work out and you should not hate it. Like if you hate it, that's your body telling you something. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of um, definitely a similar trend there, you know. And I do think that people need to be careful, especially if they're really wanting to, you know, adhere to a lifestyle change and they really, really want to eat better and really, really want to exercise. I think easing into into both aspects is really important. Like you said, like not just cutting everything out because you're going to burn out on that. Like if you, if you love potatoes and bread and don't allow yourself any potatoes or bread for, you know, six, eight weeks, you are going to lose your mind. Like you are going to hate yes. it. So I think, you know, you, you can't deprive yourself too much. I mean, I think there's um, like a, phrase that's used in intermittent fasting. I think somebody wrote a book on it. I don't remember the author's name, so you'll have to forgive me, but I'm pretty sure there's a book titled Delay, Don't Deny or Delay. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard that. Yes. I don't know where yeah. that is. So yeah. familiar too. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's like the concept of it is like, don't deny yourself anything. Just like, just wait, you know, like just, you, you can have it. You just don't yeah. need to have tons of it and you don't have to have it all at once. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, or, or right, right now. So Julia, this has just been great. I love what we're talking about. What else would you like to share with us? Um, I guess just, you know, if you're in that place right now where you're feeling like, oh my goal, like this goal that I had for myself, like it's just, it feels so impossible. I feel like I'm so far away from that goal. Just number one, have a little like, you know, self-awareness, like be aware that Yes, maybe you are trying to to create like a huge transformation, but then here's my my trick for um for goal setting. And I like to I like to equate it to like training for a marathon, right? Um, so if you if your goal is to run a marathon at the end of the year, maybe that's you know you made a resolution, you're like I'm going to run a marathon. That can feel so daunting if you've never been much of a runner, if you've never um if you've never run long distances before. But if you say to yourself, okay, by the end of the year, I want to run a marathon, but you know, by middle of the year, I want to run half of it. And you know, within the next two months, I want to run a 5k. Then you're breaking down your goal into smaller, more manageable um, bits, right? Um, and then once you hit every goal, so once you run that 5k, you're gonna be like, wow, okay, I, I just ran a 5k. Like, Okay, I'm getting a little bit closer to that bigger goal. And you can have, you know, these check-ins with yourself. And as you see your progress, you'll feel proud. You'll feel like happy and motivated because um, if you just look at that big, big goal, you're like, how ever am I ever going to be able to run 26 miles? But again, break it down, celebrate those little incremental um, achievements that you that you reach and you know you just get there one step at a time you keep going you just keep building your discipline to get there to your to your bigger goal yeah i think that's great i think that's the same really with anything too you know i mean if you're trying to lose weight you know i know some i've worked with some women in the past and they're just like oh i have to lose like 40 pounds and it's like it's okay you don't have to lose 40 pounds this week right right you didn't put it on in a week and you're not going to lose it in a week you know like things take time and just, you know, giving yourself the grace to get to the goal, you know, and making a plan to get there, I think is extremely important. And sometimes you really need outside perspective, you know, like sometimes you're just kind of too close to your own life, too close to your own stuff, you know, to kind of see ways that you can change, you know, especially when it comes to like, well, I'm so busy and I just can't fit that in. Well, okay, let's break it down. You know, sometimes people really just need that and they can't necessarily get that from their spouse or, you know, from a loved one because there's like a judgment thing there or something. Or, you know, sometimes like you just don't want to listen to your significant other. You know what I mean? Just because like, just because that's where it's coming from. So sometimes yeah. it's really good to, you know, have that outside perspective and, you know, be able to openly share without judgment about how, like what you've been doing so that you can really, really figure out what you need to change, you know, because I think sometimes, you know, there is a, a little bit of 
um, you know, harshness to yourself. So like, I will always tell people whenever I'm, I'm sure you probably do this too, is whenever I'm looking at like a food journal, I just come write everything down. Don't change anything. I'm not going to judge you. We're not going to hang it on the wall or publish it, you know, online. Nobody's going to see it, but we just need to kind of look at what you're doing. So we know where to go. I'm sure you probably do something kind of yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Julia, this has been incredible. So if our listeners are, you know, looking for exactly what you're offering. So you are offering, tell us, tell us exactly like what, like what your offering entails. Like, is it like for a couple of weeks? Is it for like a year? Like, what does that look like? How do you, yeah. how, do, how do you work with people? I guess is what I'm asking. <laughs> Yes. So I work with people um, for six months at least. I do have a six month. I have a a longer um, option as well. Um, And yes, so we have a a private Facebook group and um, I also have an app that helps with some habit forming. So they get little reminders. Uh, I also have like a member site where there's additional trainings um, and I go live in my group um, twice a month. And then we have a, a personal one-on-one call once a month. So, um, so yeah, there's support. I, I'm always in the group as well, checking in. Because what I do is I ask my clients to check in after they have to comment, after they complete their workouts. Um, so I'm in the group, you know, multiple times a week, checking in on their pro- on their progress, making sure that they're, they are um, increasing their weights, making sure that they are doing those progressions that they should be doing. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just um, accountability is so, so crucial. And um, as well as like that one-on-one interaction, right? So it's it's not something that you you get from like a machine or, or just an app. So I'm a big believer in that since I've seen the benefits myself from, from, you know, fitness programs that I've been a part of and even like business, you know, business coaching. So big believer in, in coaching and, and accountability. Yeah, me too. I really like, I'm such a believer in coaches. Like I just, I like, I, I know how much it helps me and I know how much it helps other people. And what I figured out many years ago was that people don't really, you know, come to me because I've got some like amazing exercise program. Like they come to me because of who I am and the accountability that I provide, the support that I provide. And, you know, just kind of me as a person, because I know that like, I mean, exercise information, like information period is abundant. Like you can find it anywhere, but not everybody wants to look it up and not everybody wants to figure it out. And, some people that's just too overwhelming that's more decisions that they have to make that's more um thought that they have to put into and they don't want to put in all that effort like they just want you to tell them what to do like they don't want you to tell them what to do and you know i i think it's great that you provide that but i think you're right you know i do think that people really need that human connection in a world where we're so technology driven and the the there's so many like automation tools and like when you when you call for customer support and you get have to dial through like 85 menus just to get to a person and by then you're so mad like at least yeah. I get mad anyway. <laughs> you don't I get mad but then I'm so mad that the poor person on the other end I'm just like jeez <laughs> but um I think that that human interaction and the, the not just like you showing up like in the Facebook group, but you're also providing them like they can talk to you like we're talking right now, you know, and I I do think that that's really important. 
and it's not prevalent in all programs, you know, so I think it's great that you're providing that for people and that, that that's available. Where can they find you if they want to connect with you? Like you said, you've got Facebook group. Um, so you're obviously on Facebook. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Facebook is probably the, the best place to connect with me. Um, my Facebook page is my name, Julia Hickman dash Fastinista online studio. Um, and I also have a free Facebook community. It's called the Fit Femmes Tribe. I do free trainings in there. Um, I host, I usually do a five day fitness fast track challenge a few times a year. Um, I'm actually going to be doing um, a, a private training coming up. I haven't decided on a date yet, but it's gonna it's going to be happening in February. So it's gonna be all about core, all about how to properly um, connect, strengthen, stabilize your core. So it's a great one for uh, for women, not necessarily even like moms who had babies, but it could be for anybody who's looking to really take their their core training to the next level. And um, I have a I also have a podcast um, which is called the Fit Femmes Movement. That's awesome. So they can catch more of your great advice on your podcast and connect with you in your free, like free tribe. That core workout sounds amazing. That sounds great. And I agree. I think every woman, you know, would love a little bit more because core can get a little boring sometimes. Um, and I think we all love to hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we all kind of love to hate it. So that sounds like an amazing training that you have coming up. This has been super fun. Um, folks, if you're looking to connect with Julia, I will have all of those for you in the show notes. So feel free to check that out. And um, there will be direct links right on the website, exercisesforeveryone.com. So I thank you guys for tuning in with us. And this was another excellent episode of Exercises for Everyone. Thank you for hanging out with us today, Julia. Thank you, Wendy. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called The Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search The Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.